0: Sashi Kiran is a prominent Fijian community leader renowned for her work supporting disadvantaged and rural communities in the country. Last week, Ms. Kiran made a surprise announcement that she was stepping down as the head of the Foundation of Rural Integrated Enterprises and Development, or FRIEND, an NGO she founded and led for over two decades to contest the December 14 national elections. Ms Kiran says she decided to join the nation's oldest political establishment, the National Federation Party, because of the deteriorating human rights situation under the current government of Prime Minister Frank Baini who has been in power since 2006. She speaks to RNZ Pacific's regional correspondent, Calvin Anthony, about her political ambitions and her vision for Fiji.
1: There have been uh, many challenges that I think too often we've, you know, over the last decade, we've always thought politicians would be, would, would go, get up there and do things. But things are deteriorating, if anything, whether it's water infrastructure, health infrastructure, roads, electricity, uh, lack of electricity and solar in some of the rural communities i work with, education, malnutrition, poor food and boarding schools. So for too long, I feel I've set back, thinking that what I have to offer on the ground is much more, more impactful than what I could do probably inside. But that push over the cliff has actually been uh, the human rights violations we've been seeing and in particular the persecution of the opposition. So that has really made me decide very, very last minute that it's something I think I have no option uh, that I can do.
2: Do you think that... uh... The NFP is the right political party to help you achieve your political goals and to make a difference in the political sphere.
1: NFP is one of the oldest parties we've had. The motto is uh, one country, one nation, and something that I've been fighting for the last 20-plus years since the civil unrest, that how do we bring uh, ethnic groups to become one as, as people? And the leaders involved in the party have attracted me. Um, if you look at Professor Biman, he has left an academic job, taken a ma- massive pay cut because he's committed to the people. People like Richard Naidu, who have been so committed. You know, these are the people who could go and make their own money elsewhere. But the commitment of some of these leaders have given me hope that actually I can work with them. You can communicate. People are listening to each other. We are engaging. And uh, I think for any party to be able to lead or to engage with such massive issues, there has to be a community full of leaders who are willing to listen to each other, willing to take each other's opposing views. And that is reflected well in that party
2: now you are very well connected with the communities in fiji and the people in fiji you would argue that you have a following as much as uh, prime minister frank maiyama himself how has the reaction been from people since you have announced that you are contesting the december 14 election
1: There's been mixed reactions. I think some people have seen me in the role for so long that they can't imagine, like people have said to me, where will we go now, whether we need a wheelchair or food or, you know, we could call you or natural disaster, we could count on you to be on the ground. So there's like, oh, my God, you are leaving. But also wherever you are, uh, at least you can amplify our voices. I'm kind of shocked because I'd never thought politics, never done politics, didn't understand what a campaign, I still don't understand fully what a campaign means. But the uh, the number of people who've reached out from the communities and they said, we are grateful that we'll have a voice. You know, you, you were so well aware of our issues. You will take our voice and we know you'll do something about it because you've done things every time you've heard us. That's given me a lot of boost as well that yes, when with almost no resources when we listen to people outside we've tried our best hopefully with resources and networks and lobby we could do much more but at the same time I feel a huge burden on my shoulders it's like expectations from the ground is so huge and uh, first couple of days I sat back and thought would I be able to carry it through you know would I be able to live up to the expectations because the situation on the ground is so bad that people expect so much and I don't know whether we can how much we'd be able to achieve in the first uh, you know six months or first one year considering considering the debt burden that we have. It's overwhelming and, you know, the pressure is there to be able to do more for the people.
2: What is your vision for a prosperous and thriving Fiji? Very
1: simple. We've had many uh, ethnic groups living together and and during each of these political events, we see there's a lot of rift and, you know, push uh, try to try and divide people. I would really love to see one people. Our issues are the same when there's a water cut in the, in the pipes. It affects all ethnic groups. So coming together as one people, because there's so many tools and resources in the community that could be put together and be able to give our people the very basics of needs to begin with. Water, electricity, hospital, medicines, infrastructure, education, malnutrition may being a mega issue that needs to go, you know, NCDs, uh, mobility aid, disability care. Very, very simple things that many countries around us have achieved us and there's absolutely no reason if our leaders have the will, we can't change the status quo for the people. You know, welfare allowance, for God's sake, People are on $100 or barely a month for for a very long time. And in today's day and age, that achieves nothing in a basket. Uh, We have 200,000 people living in poverty. We can do very targeted work and make sure that our people live a dignified life out of poverty.